Hosting for Your Tech Life, proudly provided by Web Central. Everything technology, from computers to mobile phones, TVs and the internet. Information you want, want all the help you need. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Well, good evening. Thank you for listening. Or good morning, I understand. Yes, you just have to understand that I'm recording at night. Which is why I instinctively say good evening. This is episode 283 of Your Tech Life, brought to you by the good folk at Garmin, Garmin Satellite Navigation, GPS Technologies, Fitness Trackers, Golf, you name it, they've got it uh, when it comes to tracking your life in terms of movement and location. Uh, Golf courses, you can see how far it is to the pin right on a watch. More about them shortly. A bunch of things to talk about tonight, including Telstra, uh, and yet more good deals being offered. Um, iOS is doing very well in the market share um, in Australia. <clears throat> I will bring you that information shortly. Um, we have a lot of giveaways currently, a lot of giveaways currently. So let me bring you in on those if you've missed it. By goodness me, you've missed a lot. And I will uh, bring you up to speed on all our great giveaways happening at eftm.com.au uh, and on social media right now. Um, so that's that's all ahead. Now, the other thing I want to talk about uh, is the Apple Watch. I have a little bit more to say about that, including a very interesting update I received via Twitter and email tonight from uh, caller Rob we spoke to last week. Plus my uh, interesting uh, experience with the Apple Watch uh, on Monday during my travels. So lots to talk about, as always. And if you have a question about technology, a problem with technology... Doesn't matter what it is, or you just want to have a chat about anything technology in your life, do get in touch. Go to the website, eftm.com.au, or call 1800 157 157. I'm always there to take your call. Now, I'm not really, it's voicemail, but I will come back to you. And certainly with your email again, if you're available on a Tuesday night, we'll have a chat. I'll try and help you out here on the show. But tonight, um, I want to talk about the federal budget. And I will talk about the federal budget. That's where I'm going to spend my energies later in the show uh, for bringing you up to speed on all those uh, news issues because the the treasurer, Joe Hockey, just announced $20,000 instant tax deductions for per business purchases. So does that mean if you've got an ABN, can you now go and buy the very latest Lenovo Yoga 3 or Apple iMac or some sort of Sony or Samsung tablet or can you basically spend up big on technology and get the money back? Well, that's what it feels like. That's what an instant tax deduction feels like to me. But we're going to talk to Mr. Taxman and find out really what it means uh, tonight on Your Tech Life. That's what we're here for. That's what we're going to do. Let's get cracking. So Telstra, um, what was it, a month? A little bit a little bit over a month ago. So in the end of March, they announced some new plans for April, which had a lot of data in them, and that, to me, was shocking, amazing, and excellent. Well, on Monday, they announced a whole bunch more plans called the Go Mobile plans, and there's a lot of news in this story, and I can't even bring it all to you, but let's start with the casual plans. So let's say you've got a great phone, and you, you want to be on the Telstra network. You can now spend 50 bucks a month, and get 2.5 gig of data. You'll get $1,000 worth of voice calls, which is apes, and unlimited text messaging. 50 bucks a month with Telstra never used to get you 2.5 gig, so that's excellent. 70 bucks a month gets you 6 gigabytes. That's ridiculous. Ridiculous. And to incentivize you to go high, 35 bucks a month only gets you 500 meg. I can tell you if you're spending $40 or less, you are definitely better off 
with every other carrier than Telstra. If you're spending more than that, there is no doubt in my mind you can get a better deal on nearly every other carrier. But, excuse me, for Telstra customers, what I think these plans do, and I think I said the same thing in March, these plans make it less likely that you will want to change because you will feel you are getting better value. At $70 a month and 6 gig, that is amazing. Now, if you're on a contract and therefore you you know you wanted the, the new phone on a plan, you, you're looking at $70 a month to only get 2.5 gig, which is still good, but then you're going to pay for the phone on top of that. Uh, $95 a month is what gets you 6 gig. But with that, on a 24-month plan, you get 12 months worth of NRL or AFL access or six months worth of Presto. So that's all good. If you're a business person, 100 bucks a month will get you 6 gig unlimited calls, unlimited text. So... Uh, and, and the bonus subscriptions to Presto or NRL. So there's good value there for businesses. But here's where it gets really interesting. Families. So these new plans allow sharing. So you can have two people in a family, one on the $95, one on the $70, uh, on t- two-year contracts, and between you, you have eight and a half gigabytes of data. Mom can use five gig, dad can use three gig, no problems. If, <clears throat> if you have a child... Spend an extra $40 a month, you get a SIM card for the child, which gives them a phone number, unlimited calls, unlimited texts, and they get to share in your 8 gig of data, 8.5 gig of data. So whatever the mum and dad combination of data is, for $40 a month per other child or SIM card, you get to share all that data across the kids. Um, or if the kids get one of the other plans, there's, there's additional data in there. That's fantastic. Vodafone, Optus, Virgin have been offering shared plans now for a little while, uh, Telstra's the last of the party, but not ridiculously late. So they're doing very good there. But the last, and I think coolest thing about this is Telstra Mobile Protect. Telstra Mobile Protect allows you, the parent, on that child SIM card to apply internet filters, block websites, restrict call and SMS activity, set time restrictions, and receive reports on which websites are being accessed. So as a parent... That's visibility you can't get from another carrier right now. So I think that may well be the tipping point for most families to stick with Telstra or to switch to Telstra. It's a very good offer, something that's not been available that I've seen on other carriers. So big news from Telstra. I've written all the details, all the plans are listed at uh, eftm.com.au. And uh, if you're a family, I'd love to know your feedback. I'd love to know what you spend. So please tweet me uh, at Trevor Long. What's your monthly spend? How much data do you get? That's, that's, and which carry, who are you with? So I got an email today saying, you're kidding, I'm with Virgin. I pay 35 bucks and get one and a half gig, I think it was. <clears throat> I want to know what everyone's doing. I want to know what the average person is spending. And hey, if you know it and you should know it, how much are you using? So what are you paying for? How many gig? Who are you with? And what are you using? So I, for example, am on a Vodafone. $65 plan. I think I get 8 gig of data a month. I rarely use 4 or 5. For some reason this month I use 13. Whoops. So I want to I want to see that. I want to know what are you spending? How much do you get? Who are you with? And what are you using? Love to know what you think. Send me a tweet at Trevor Long. Go to twitter.com forward slash Trevor Long. Join if you haven't joined and just tweet me. Say hello. Um, it's, it's fantastic to hear from you. And if you can't get on Twitter, then hey, Jump on the uh, interwebs and go to eftm.com.au. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Now, I said on EFTM, I think it's as tense as the Mayweather-Pacquiao fight, the battle between Apple and Google for dominance in the mobile 
market share. Now, in February, the Android market share declined in Australia by 7.9% year-on-year, with both iOS and Windows up over 4%. But in March, the data was even more telling. In just one year, Android had fallen 5%. iOS had grown by 5.3%. Android is far and away the most dominant, with 52% of the market share. But that's down from nearly 60%. Now, I don't believe there's any question that the rise in iOS market share, 5.3% year-on-year, March-to-March, is down to iPhone 6 and 6 Plus. This was a real leap forward for Apple, and I think it's proof that people wanted that big screen, but it also definitely affected Android sales. And frankly, unfortunately for Samsung, you have to blame them for the, for the loss in Android because they, are, they have the, the, the dominance in that Android share, and the Galaxy S5 was a disappointment. So should the Galaxy S6 take that trend away? Most likely it will. Will it get back to 60% soon? Probably take a bit longer. Probably take a bit longer. Now, Australia, in fact, is very much like Great Britain and the United States with around 30 to 40% market share for Apple. Germany, China, and Italy bloody hate Andrew, uh, Apple. They, they have like 17% less. Um, whereas in Japan, it's almost 50% Apple. So it is very interesting how the world, the markets differ. But without question, Android has done very well. Uh, sorry, iOS has done very well to take share away from Android. And the next 12 months will be the most interesting of all, I think, for, um, for, for uh, the Australian market share as we watch it to either grow or woe for Android or iPhone. So uh, lots to wait and see how that pans out um, for, um, for the Australian mobile market and whether or not there's an obvious trend continuing or whether Samsung can help Android bring it back. Now, first of, the, first of its kind, GPS technology is in the slimmest and lightest golf watch from Garmin. $499 gets you the, the Approach S6. This is a stylish watch with a color screen which actually shows you the green of the, the, the hole you are playing right now on the golf course, and it tells you how far away it is. 30,000 golf courses, no subscriptions or fees, Touch screen, high resolution, friendly on the gloves because you've got your golf gloves on. But it also, that's just, that's mind-blowing, but that's in a lot of stuff. But it also has swing metrics. So it can actually help you understand your swing. It can give you swing tempo and tempo training. All this happens in a watch. Unbelievable. Uh, And, of course, pinpointing. And you can actually touch the screen and move the pin to get the distance. It's instant, it's simple, precise. It also shows you smartphone notifications, has great battery life, 10 hours, um, full GPS mode, so definitely a full round of golf will get covered by that, and it's preloaded with all those golf courses. Uh, and you can connect it all up with Garmin Connect Golf. There's available in black and white, available at all good retailers, also available in uh, kind of a black and orange, um, but available uh, to, to check out, read more about it at garmin.com.au. Talking technology without the jargon. Your Your Tech tech Life with Trevor Long. Well, aren't you all excited? It's federal budget night. Uh, You're probably listening on Wednesday as you download and enjoy your uh, commute to work, your walk to work, whatever it might be as you listen to uh, your weekly podcast. And I know a lot of people uh, grab the show every Tuesday night for for Wednesday morning. And I... um, as a, as a media junkie and having worked in the media for 20 years, I, I'm quite familiar with Budget Night. I quite enjoy Budget Night just because it is, it's an event. Um, you know, the speech happens, the, lock, the lockdown uh, opens up and all the uh, information gets published very quickly over a short space of time with a whole different uh, bunch of perspectives on it. And uh, 
to be honest, I didn't expect to, to be talking about the budget on this week's show, but very quickly I was uh, I was blown away by uh, Federal Treasurer Joe Hockey's announcement of a $20,000 instant uh, uh, write-off for small businesses. And this reminded me of a time several years ago under the Labor government where the instant write-off for small businesses was around, it was increased to $6,000. And I remember Intel, uh, obviously the technology company, talking to me at the time about educating small businesses about that being really handy for the use of uh, spending on updating your technology. Now, for that to go to 20000 having been reduced in recent years to, to 1000 I thought was a pretty darn big deal. So uh, Adrian Raftery is a man who uh, goes by the name Mr. Taxman, and God damn it, doesn't he know everything about tax? He's a lecturer at Deakin University, and he joins me on the line. G'day, Adrian. How are you doing? I'm excellent. Trevor, how are you? Man, I'm very well. Um, first and foremost, uh, you'd, you'd be worse than me in terms of loving the budget, probably. But um, the, this 20000 for small businesses in terms of an instant write-off, was this a surprise to you? It was a huge surprise to me. I must admit, you know, like, like yourself, you know, we, we had it reduced to, from 6500 down to $1,000 last year. And I thought, oh, well, if they're going to increase it, they'll probably increase it to 6500 again. But almost fell off the chair when I saw $20,000 and went, wow, that's a... A huge incentive that uh, I didn't see coming. So before we talk about why businesses might use it, can we talk tax? Now, I'll be honest, I'm a small business. I have an ABN. I run a lot of my uh, my, my media operations through an ABN. And you know, I have an accountant, and he's a lovely man. He's, he's one of my old mates, and he helps me with everything. And I, I feel like I get a great deal from tax. I, I don't have any real complaints. But I honestly can't explain to my wife what an instant tax write-off means because she literally, and this is no joke, 6.30 tonight, the computer's playing up, I'm sick of it, we need a new one. 7.45 tonight, I said, listen, have I got news for you? Um, But I, so I guess I want to understand it and I want other small business people, we're not talking about businesses that have accountants here, I'm talking about cafes, I'm talking about, you know, tradies, people that run their own business, run their own QuickBooks or Zero for accounting, what does this mean for them in terms of spending money and getting it back? Okay, well, let's just use that $20,000 as a baseline there for us. Um, you can actually, if you're registered, registered for GST, you can actually get a 10% tax credit straight away for your GST. So really we're looking at a $22,000 asset purchase. So you buy an asset for $22,000, you get $2,000 back in GST straight away, which leaves us with a $20,000 net cost. And that $20,000 net cost, you put that as a deduction in this year's tax return. And you don't, whilst it's 100% tax deductible, you only get the benefit back at your marginal tax rate, which is for a small company, it's 30% currently. So you spend $20,000, you get a 30% discount on your tax, which is $6,000. So your cash outflow in this transaction is still $14,000, being $20,000 minus the $6,000 tax saving. So it's still, so one of the things that's really important to small businesses out there, that whilst you may be outlaying the money, you're not getting all of the money back. You're only getting a portion of it. In this case, 30%. And from the 1st of July next year, it's going to be reduced to 28.5%. So, and let's let's break that down. You, you raised the GST, very good point. So, in your next quarterly BAS, you'll be able to claim that full uh, two thousand back as as part of your your BAS, and that that's the offset, the input tax credit. But critically, that twenty thousand is not twenty thousand at all, apart from from accounting perspective. So, 
why why do we look at it as being this instant deduction, this instant write-off? Because it's really not. I mean, let's say I buy a, a $3,000 computer. Um, come claiming my tax back next year, I don't immediately claim back 3000 I might be lucky to get eight or 900 back, I guess. Yeah, you'll get $900 when 30% of the $3,000. So it's still costing you in your own pocket or out of your bank accounts, you'll be $2,100 worse off. Now, where this benefit comes in is that the deduction, you would normally get the deduction over five years or over 10 years. It was mm. computers over three years. Right. So what it is, so instead of that $3,000 you spread over three years, claiming $1,000 each year, the government is saying claim the whole thousand, whole $3,000 in year one. So really, it's even you know, not that great of an incentive all you're doing is saving the time value of money as well. Yeah, and, and so getting, what you're saying is the the nine hundred that I get back on my three thousand dollar purchase, instead of getting essentially three hundred dollars a year for three years, I'm just getting it back in one go. That's exactly right. So it's really what what it's very important for a small business because I'm basically deflated now. Essentially, you've you've brought me down from my my tax high, um, and I'm now deflated to think that. Yeah, I've still got to spend two grand, and I'm not sure I'm ready for that right now. I'll just service the computer. So it is important for people not to get caught up in the rhetoric, the sound bites, and all those different things. This is, this is a good thing, absolutely, but it's not as good as it might seem. Would that, would that be correct? Yeah, definitely right. And I suppose the other thing to also point out to, uh, to your listeners out there is, um, yes, we can buy computer equipment for $1,000, $2,000, $3,000, but there's not too many uh, bits of technology that are sort of eighteen, nineteen, twenty thousand dollars out there. No. So I don't know if it's going to be that much of a benefit anyway. So even those who are um, who are in the manufacturing business, they're probably. I'm, I'm thinking about a few of my manufacturing clients. Hmm. The equipment that they have in their in their premises, they can't even get something secondhand or third hand for twenty thousand dollars, let alone brand new. Hmm. Um, so the, so there's really there's probably a void in there between the five thousand and the twenty thousand dollar brackets. Probably small cafes and retailers. They'll probably get you know sit outs in their in their um, places. Yeah. They're in those five to twenty thousand dollar brackets. But there's not too many others that probably will fit into that bracket. Now, and, and it's not one be, thing though. You could buy. So if you had, um, let's say, you're a small business that had four employees, all four computers. You could buy four computers and and claim them all back. Yeah, but the thing is, it's just each one is individual, like each asset. So you could yes. have four lots of $20,000 of asset you know, purchases as well. So oh, really? You could have, you know, have $80,000 worth. It's each item. Oh, so it's not a to- oh, right. So it's not a total of $20,000 worth of purchases. It's an item that can be up to $20,000. So you could, yeah, as correct. you say, if there were four things in your office worth $18,500 you, and you had the cash, you could buy them yeah. and reap the you know, reasonable tax benefit next time. But critically... If you've got $20,000 in the bank, let's say you've got $30,000 in the bank and you're ready to do your next quarterly return, you know, that costs you five, six grand because you've got the cash ready to pay the tax man. And then you do your next quarterly return, that eats into it. You've got to remember that even though you've got the cash there to, to make the purchase, you're not getting all of that back. Um, but I guess it does count off so you're not keeping the cash as profit, so there's less tax on the profit as well. Yeah, but it's still only getting the benefit at 30%, not the whole 100%. 30%. Now, the other thing I guess I want to sort of highlight or be mm. cautious of, or, you know, a pitfall for people to watch out for, there'll be a lot of smart um, uh, car companies. They'll have a lot of cars that'll be at $19,999. Yes. 
okay? They're, they're, sm- they're smart enough. They'll have a price of that. And they'll say, oh, look, you get to, you know, you'll get the full ride off if you're a small company. The caution with that, with cars and companies, is it could attract fringe benefits fringe tax. Benefits, yes. And the fringe benefits tax is roughly 20% of the value of the car every year. <laughs> so you may be getting a $6,000 tax rebate, but you're paying out $4,000 a year in, in fringe benefits tax. Mm. So that is something to be really cautious of for small company operators thinking about getting a company car under $20,000 under this new deal as well. Mm. Sorry, it's all those car yard operators. <laughs> <clears throat> but that's, but you know, it's a really important point to raise this early on because there will be advertising that probably uses the treasurer's um, speech, uh, and then side by side with that, some deals, and, and actually entices people. So, if I'm now in, if I'm, if I'm off my tax time high, and I'm probably not going to buy a computer tonight um, because it came into effect at seven thirty tonight, um, what is the benefit of this? So. If this is a good thing, which it clearly must be for small businesses, how does this help stimulate small business? Because obviously what they want to do is instead of giving $900 cash to everyone to stimulate the economy, they give small businesses the benefit of some tax relief and that stimulates the economy through spending and therefore you know, cash turnover across the, co- the, co- across the country. Is this a good thing and, and who's it good for? Well, I probably think the big winners will be the retailers, those who have items priced under $20,000 that are wanted by companies. Um, Because probably they're they're slow-moving stock right now. They've probably been sitting there for 90 days, 180 days. They'll have a rapid turnover over the next sort of six weeks, up to 30 for June, and then also all of next. Well, probably the last six weeks of next year as well, because people won't be as keen to buy on the first of July as the 30 for June. The cash sits around for a lot longer, right? For the the tax deduction. So, the biggest winners are going to be the retailers because um, there'll be a lot of people who get sucked in and will just go hear the term 100% tax deductible, and they go, "Wow, we spend a thousand dollars, we'll get a thousand bucks back." That's what they'll think. Um, but reality is they're only going to get $300 back on their $1,000 spend. So, mm. um, and they won't realise that until they actually do their tax or, or they may not even realise it all when they actually do their tax. So from a small um, business perspective, are the winners the people that were, and we're using big numbers here, but just for fun, is, is the winner someone who was willing and prepared to spend 14 or 15 grand but couldn't get what they wanted and now that they know that they can spend, you know, a bit more, get what they want, and and you know, get a, a larger portion back than they they anticipated, they're the people that also win. Maybe I would say they'll get they'll get a slight benefit because um, the time value of the money. Because instead of getting the deduction over five years or yeah. ten years, they'll get that benefit in year one. They would have got the deduction anyway. Mm. It's just uh, when they, when do they actually get it? You know, so you'd rather have your a thousand dollar refund now than have it spread over over a few years, you know. Mm. So, you know, dirt and hands worth two in the bush. So, um, so there, there is a, a slight benefit there. Now, there'll be a lot of people who were thinking about buying an asset, say, in a year from now. Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe even yourself. You know, you're thinking about buying totally. a computer um, that you maybe decide, okay, I'll buy it now rather than a year from now. So, did your cash flow really need that spend? today yeah. probably didn't so you probably could have waited for a year you probably could wait until you replace that equipment for a year later but you've just been um you know it just helps with that impulse buying to buy now rather than 
you know, what you normally would, which puts pressure on your own cash flow of your own small business. Yes. Um, but I think ultimately the big winners are going to be the retailers who are going to be moving stock and then, you know, all those companies that are producing or producing all these assets to sell as well to small business. They're probably going to be the, the bigger winners and they'll help move the economy that way. And safe to say uh, accountants across the nation will be getting calls uh, off the hook for the next 24 hours, 48 hours from small businesses asking all these exact questions, I would assume. Well, you'd hope so anyway. So, um, but you know, there'll be a plenty, plenty of phone calls. Plenty of, it's probably the second busiest day of the year behind, uh, you know, our what we call our New Year's Day on the first of July. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's probably the second busiest day is with um, it's federal budget night. So, and what does it mean to to people? So, we just hope that people do talk to their accountants, go through the numbers. What does it mean? Um, you know, know what the cash flow position is, so they can make an informed decision before they go out and purchase, just purely on the back of um, seeing a retailer's um, advertisements on the, in the newspaper. Mr Taxman, Adrian Raftery, uh, lecturer at Deakin University, sincerely appreciate you you're coming on the show uh, just after the budget announcement and, and clearing that up for me, because if we hadn't have, I probably would have spent more, more money than I need to, uh, and hopefully that accounts for other small businesses and others make that, make that uh, conversation with their accountant uh, happen in the next few days and make an informed decision about their purchase rather than an impulse one, as you say. Thank you, mate. I really appreciate the chat. No, I appreciate that. And if anyone has got a spare $20,000 that they want to spend for a tax deduction, they can happily um, get a tax invoice from me and they can pay me the $20,000 and uh, they'll get it fully tax deductible. Very good. All right, mate. We'll be in touch. Thanks, Adrian. See you, sir. All the best. Why haven't you entered? Are you a tradie? Do you know a tradie? Bosch has give, have given me 1000 $249 worth of tools, Bosch Power Tools. Now, you will need to search a bit for these. I'm, I'm just noticing they've dropped off the homepage of the website. Um, so have a look for the links that I send on uh, on Twitter so that you can make sure you don't miss out on the old Power Tools. But, uh, yes, uh, a large number of Power Tools available for you to win on eftm.com.au. I'll uh, bring up the list in a second. But all you've got to do is be a tradie. And uh, and tell me what makes you the ultimate tradie. What makes you the ultimate tradie? There is a hammer drill, impact driver wrench, brushless rotary hammer, five-inch grinder, a sound box, uh, an LED light, plus the batteries, fast charger, and, and boxes for all the tools. $1,249 worth of tools. All you got to do is enter. So if you know a tradie or you are a tradie, seriously, can you really resist the chance to enter? I mean, you've got to be in it to win it. Let's not kid ourselves. If you don't enter, you cannot win. Let me be very clear about that. I can't let you win. I can't judge yours to be the best if you don't enter. So these are cracking good tools. As my um, electrician brother-in-law said to me, who was desperate to win, but obviously can't under the terms and conditions, uh, he said that Bosch seemed to have got serious about tradie tools. Um, you know, I think they've done good DIY kind of handyman tools, but these are serious tradie tools. So check them out at eftm.com.au and uh, you can uh, <clears throat> you can see the links to that. I'll, I'll make it sticky so it's uh, up the top of the page on eftm.com.au so you can check it all out right there and enter soon. Enter now. The entries close this Sunday night, I believe. Now, the Apple Watch. Firstly, my experience. So I went to Phillip Island on Monday with Audi. Uh, to, uh, to test drive some of their new cars. I can't tell you about that yet. We'll uh, hopefully have details up on the website 
on Thursday. Now, I went down there. I had to, had the watch on. I was flying Virgin. I love my, my Virgin. I'm a frequent flyer with Virgin. I have uh, good friends at Virgin. They've been very good to me. Uh, I pay for my tickets. Don't be ridiculous, you conspiracy theorists. But um, I love the fact that on Virgin and Qantas, you can get a passbook um, reminder and ticket on your smartphone, on your iPhone. Well, passbook is on the Apple Watch. So I can click my, my app icon on the Apple Watch and I can open up passbook here. And on my passbook, I can see all the different kind of tickets I've got. There's my, there's my John Farnham ticket to, from Ticket Tech. Um, and then above that is my Virgin Australia login check-in. And now I can scroll down. The barcode appears. And then when, when you stop, the barcode becomes the only thing on the screen. You know what I did? I walked up to the counter. I placed my watch face down on the little scanner. It went beep, went green, and on I went. And when I got on the plane, I didn't have a ticket. I didn't have my phone out. It was in my bag. But I, I walked up to the steward and they said, where are you sitting? And I went, here's my watch. And there it is. And they went, oh, we need that. I went, this is all I've got. And they went, all oh, right, yeah, no worries. There's your seat. There it is. And then as I walked away, he goes, show off. But I want one too, which is very true. It was, it was a bit of a show off thing to do, but I wanted to test that it worked. And I thought it was very cool. Now, the downside to my experience was my 6.30 p.m. flight, um, I couldn't do it. Battery was flat. Battery was flat by the time I got to my flight. And I think that was because I didn't use my phone much all day. I pretty much glanced at my watch a lot. So that was a bit of a disappointment downside. But I still had my phone. I could still check in. It wasn't really an issue. But it was interesting to kind of have that experience when you really wanted it, not available. But do you remember Rob? Do you remember Rob last week told me about his watch? Well, here's an email from Rob. Dear Trevor, I really want to love the watch. I think I blinded myself for a little while for my love of all things Apple. I think $579 is too much money for the sport. I love the look of the stainless steel and would probably be less inclined to part with ways with it. But after a few week, weeks, there isn't enough reasons to upgrade. As we spoke about it, the notifications displayed and dealt with is, is annoying, and I agree, apart from, the, apart from the clear all option, which is excellent. With the messages, I feel like I have to do things twice, read it on the watch and then reply on the phone. After getting the notification, I seem to be just going for my phone. Don't get me wrong, I love the vibrations. That's the best feature, but I don't think I'd miss it. So he's going to sell it. It's also the need to always wear it, the addiction to try and fill the activity circles. I know the apps are in the very early stages, but nothing there is a must-have. But then again, does tell the time. Ah, the dilemma. He's looking forward to my review. Well, Rob, he's going to put his on eBay. And I don't think I think he does that with great reluctance. I know Rob well; he loves his products, but the Apple Watch is going. He's going to eBay it. Um, I'm still really blinded by this. I'm like Rob; I, I I love the concept of it, but I'm I'm struggling to convince people to buy one, and that's that's a real indicator for me, a real indicator. And I think Rob's right. the The five seventy nine for you know your forty two mil Sport is a lot of money. So I'm very interested to see, hear from other Apple Watch users. How are you feeling about it? What is your genuine feeling after a few weeks? What is your genuine feeling? Because I'm still not 100% decided. Try and get uh, get to punch out my review uh, soon. I really will. Now, um, that is Rob's thoughts on the Apple Watch. I will publish mine soon right on the website, eftm.com.au.
Now I'm going to try and do something tricky here. I'm going to um, I'm going to unplug my little my little doobie malacca's here in the studio, and I'm going to plug it into the phone here because I want to play you something that I can only play via the Voice Byte app. Now, if you follow me on Twitter, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Now, I was given a D-Link Ultra Wi-Fi router to give away. Well, I was given it, but I don't need it, so I'm giving it away. This is a stunning product, $400, and I thought I'd run a little competition. Do you remember on the radio they have those kind of guess these five songs? Well, I've done the, I've done a little compilation. Now, here's the voice bite, okay? This is the actual voice bite that you can listen to in the voice bite app. So download voice bite, follow me, Trevor Long. Uh, if you follow me on Twitter, look for the links. You can't miss it. I'm tweeting it now and then. Here's the voice bite. Tweet me the five titles in order. So I'm going to play it for you one more time. Now you can you can play it as many times as you like on the Voice Byte app. So download Voice Byte, find me Trevor Long, go on Twitter, look for the link, and uh, that's my wife sending me a text message. Do I want a McFlurry? Hell yeah, I want a McFlurry. I mean, these are the important questions. Okay, uh, this this is what happens in live radio. Except it's a podcast. I could edit that out, but why would you? So here it is again. I'm going to play the play the songs for you again. Here we go. Plus my little intro. So this is what you hear when you listen to it on Voice Byte. Okay, you've got to tweet me at Trevor Long. Five. Here's the songs. Titles. You ready? In order. At Trevor Long, tweet me the five titles. Well, in order. You got to tweet me the five titles. That's the rules. Okay, I need to hear. I need to see the titles. Now, I'm going to spoil it. It's, you know, the same thing happens in radio. Someone guesses some of them. Now, Rob. In fact, the same Rob that has the Apple Watch he's getting rid of. Um, Rob has guessed one of them. Now, I'm actually looking in my office here for the answers. Um, I can't remember where I put them. Oh, I was going to give you clues. Uh, I'm going to try and remember them now. So the first one is an Australian artist. Now, this is a $500 price because D-Link have thrown in some more goodies there, a, um, um, a little uh, Wi-Fi power switch that you can control via the app, a couple of those. So it's now up to about $500 or $580 worth of prices. Um, uh, the first song is an Australian artist who had an extremely popular song um, around 10 or 11 years ago. Uh, and that song is not the one that's in the, um, in the, in the grab here. That one is actually off his most recent album. Now, bear with me. I'm not plugged in here, <coughs> but, uh, but I'm going to play it again here on my phone so I can hear it and, and try and give you another hint. So five song titles. The first one is an Australian artist. Second one is also now an Australian, an artist who lives in Australia now, very popular, but more of a 70s style song. Um, the third one is uh, a UK artist. Um, what can I tell you about that one? I'm going to give this one away big time. He's a heavily tattooed artist who loves Las Vegas. Um, the next one is... Um, a band again from kind of the seventies, I think. Um, very musical band, is what I'll say. And the last one, Rob. I don't know if I actually said this. Rob guessed it. It's uh, more than words by Extreme. So, oh, I think that's some good clues. That's some solid clue activity here. I shouldn't. I, I want to just. I'm going to keep this thing going. I'm going to try and jackpot the prize. I'm going to keep finding things 
to give away. Now, I mean, D-Link aren't paying me, so bugger them. I'm just going to put anything in. I've got a um, an Express Dock for iPad here from Belkin. Let's look up the Belkin website and see how much this thing's worth. It's not cheap. Let's be clear. Not cheap. Um, don't know how to find the prices. Um, it's going to be under products. It's going to be under hmm, mobile accessories, docks and stands. I'm on the Belkin website. This is a Express Dock. Oh, look at that. Express Dock for iPad with built-in four-foot cable. That's correct. $69.95. So that's taking us now to about $650 worth of prizes. Okay? I feel like it's been opened, but you'll forgive me. I'm, I'm going to open it and have a look in it. Oh, it's very nice. Yeah, it's a very good little product, that. So if you want to... I should use it myself, but my iPad here in the studio is an iPad 1, so it doesn't, doesn't work with a lightning, um, lightning cable. So anyway, um, so I'll throw that in as well. Okay, so we're up to about $650. Voice Byte. I want you to download the app. I want you to find uh, my link, and I want you to listen to that those five songs. I want you to tweet me the five-song titles. Doesn't get any easier than that. That is how you win over $650 worth of prizes. Plus, you've got the Bosch competition. Oh, my God, we've got so much. $2,000 worth of prizes just here on this show on Your Tech Life. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. All right, that's enough for tonight. That's enough for today. Very interesting discussion about tax. I'm now going to bury myself on the website and write a few of those things up. Plus, I've got some big stories coming. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Jump on Twitter at Trevor Long is where you find me. Uh, Love to hear what you think about the budget. Love to hear what you're doing with your mobile plans. Love to hear what you think about those songs. I want to hear, I want to see those voice bite um, listen numbers go up because I want to know that you're listening. I can see how many people listened. So go and listen to those songs and let's win the prize. And we, you know what? If it goes well, we're going to do this regularly. We're going to give stuff away. I love doing giveaways. I just never find the motivation, let alone um, the interest. So you've got to, you've got to tweet me. If you're listening, just tweet me that you're listening and you're frustrated by it. I've had a lot, but I want to see more. Love having your interest. Love having you listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Please support the people that support this show, Garmin, um, for anything satellite navigation or GPS technology. Jump on the Garmin website. You're listening to Your Tech Life. Let's end with this one, who um, I think it was Milo. Oh, now where is he? I'm going to look for his tweet here. I've got a lot of tweets today, Milo. Sorry, mate. Um, got to find the tweet. There he is. Milo Guy Oz. Damn your song on your podcast. Every time I hear the original, I'm singing your song instead. This one's for you, Milo. I sing it too. It might sound crazy what I'm about to say. But Trevor Long's the world's best techie. He's the kind of guy we picked on at school. And it wasn't fair, but he don't care. He's cool today. Call him techie. Trevor Long's such a Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week. Thank you, everyone. It's great having your company. Next podcast, please, podcast app. Chart that one now.